Wherever you are, I wish you well. This morning hurt like hell. Where's my water? Oh, oh boy, how we doing? How we doing? It's Cune Assault Saturday. You know what time it is. Y'all assault me with any questions you may have for me regarding your fantasy football lineups, trades, inquiries, playoffs, whatever, whatever. It don't matter. Here I am for you at your behest, behest. I don't think even if I got that word right, it meant what I was trying to say there. Every Saturday we do this. Every Saturday we go live for y'all that are Big Dog members, bdge.co. It's where you sign up to be a Big Dog member. In the offseason, we will have a bunch of Dynasty and Rookie stuff available for you if you are a member. First up and foremost, we must play our favorite prize pick square of thy week. And I got to I gotta be honest, man. Maybe I'm a sucker. Maybe I'm a fool. But I love these squares. Ooh, get up out of here. I love these squares. Um, Cortland Sutton, Melvin Gordon, they got multiple players that you could pick from to score a single touchdown, rushing or receiving. They have a bunch of different options on there. I rip Cortland Sutton and Melvin Gordon. Uh, they also have one with Sutton and Greg Dulcich, which is kind of cool too. I think that's probably the smarter play given that Melvin Gordon's like all up in a committee right now. But you can go check it out on Prize Picks. Hit that over on the square. Hit that more on the square. It's your first time on Prize Picks. BDGE is the code to use, and it'll get you a 100% deposit match. Go look around. They've got every kind of statistic you could think of, fantasy score, all that sheesh. But I love this. I love this square. I love this shit right here. But I love y'all more. So let's answer some questions. Let's go. Sutton or Swift for flex and half PPR. For me, it's not even close. It is Sutton. Swift is a guy right now that I need to see perform on the field before he is biking my lineup. Uh, Sutton is kind of a smash play with Jerry Judy out. What's up? If Marquise Brown is active, would you start him over Donovan Peoples-Jones? All right, so I'm I'm a little bit uh, weary on players coming back from multi-week injuries. I've done a little bit of research into this, and typically you see like a drop-off in production, snaps, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it doesn't always mean efficiency, but typically you're not always back to your 90%, 98% routes that like a guy like, you know, Hollywood was playing. We also haven't seen him with a um, with the, a healthy DeAndre Hopkins on the field this year. So the dynamics are definitely changed there. He's not the alpha anymore. I don't even know if he's the beta at this point. I don't know if we got enough room to be a beta in an offense right now that has DeAndre Hopkins. And Rondell Moore is eating too. So obviously Moore would probably be the dude who, gets hurt from this a little bit. I actually just updated my rankings with Hollywood Brown in them. And funny enough, I've got Donovan Peoples-Jones at 73 overall and Hollywood Brown 74 overall. So that should tell you what you need to know on that question. Um, This is also the Cardinals play, I believe, on Monday night. So that's a tough game to like risk it with. There's like multiple factors flying around. You got Kyler's kind of going to be a game time decision, I think, in Hollywood too. So Hollywood, would you play him with a backup? Would you play him with Colt McCoy? Probably not. So now you're hoping both those guys play. Both those guys are good to go. It just feels like a lot of uh, a lot of fuckery going on right there in Arizona. Show more skin. You know nobody wants that. Yo, there, how is there flies in the fucking office? There's not even window. We can't even crack a fucking window in the office. Why are there flies in here? Where are you coming from? Why are there mosquitoes? It's the winter. 
What is happening? Someone do the math. We're on the second floor. We're not even physically able to crack windows in here, which in its own right is is making me want to die. I don't know how we got through the summer. Oh! Do we remove Alave for the flex and half PPR for Foreman or Pachecho? So, man, this is this is I, I will probably outright just say no here because I'm playing um I'm playing Pacheco. Pache- I Stevie One Chains comes in here and says every name wrong so often to the point that I'm starting to use the names that he says. And now I keep saying Pachecho like a fucking idiot. Um, I have Pacheco. If you look at all my rankings are updated as of right now, all the injury reports and shit. So if you're a big dog member, you have access to those. Pacheco 31. I got Alave 34 and I have Foreman at 35. So he's they're literally right next to each other in the same tier. So it's a coin flip for me. But I do have Foreman ranked right underneath because we've seen a floor game out of him. We've seen what happens if he does get stopped. It's really low. We've seen a ceiling. It's really, really good. Uh, same thing with Alave. So there might be uh, there might be a lot of pressure on Alave right now. Their offensive line is fucking absolutely in the in the sunken world right now. They can't protect Dalton. Dalton can't protect himself even if he was getting protection for. Alave should see a lot of Jalen Ramsey. So I kind of am might be making the point that maybe Foreman over Alave. I like Pacheco a lot though. I think he gets into the end zone. So you kind of I think you got to put your big boy pants on and uh, and make that decision for yourself when it comes to Alave versus Foreman. The more I think about it, the more I might actually sit Alave in that situation. What's good, Adam? Yo, Nick, loving the Penn State tomfoolery. You hate to see it. Keep up the good work. Pick two, full PPR. We've got Pittman, Sutton, Samuel, Rondell Moore. Uh, so Sutton, for sure. Sutton's in my lineup everywhere. I want to say he's like wide receiver fucking 10 for me this week. So there are very, very few lineups, unless you absolutely you know, perfected your fantasy draft, that you're not putting Sutton in. The dude averages like 11 targets a game when Judy's not in the lineup. I don't even – and they're playing the Raiders. On paper, you know, on paper, this is where, like, fantasy teams go to die. Anytime something looks good on paper, it never happens. On paper, there are just not many better options than Sutton this week. Um, The rest of the situation's a little bit difficult. I'm probably not going to go with Curtis Samuel um, as long as... um, As long as... Heineke is in the lineup. Obviously, he just like wildly favors Terry McLaurin. We've seen Curtis have like one good game with him, and it was because he caught like a lucky Hail Mary down the field. Rondell Moore gets a little bit difficult because he is waiting on Kyler Murray action. You know, the it goes back to the question before with Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown is action. Uh, is Marquise Brown is active? That obviously makes Rondell Moore uh, a tough call there. Like, does he revert back to his role when Marquise Brown was active as, like, a nothing? I feel like he's done enough that he's probably earned a bigger role, but it makes me a little bit more hesitant. I like Pittman a little bit as, like, a bounce-back low-key because Matt Ryan's back under center, but obviously a tough defense against Philadelphia. They got two dynamite cornerbacks in uh, Darius Slay and James Bradbury playing at the top of their game right now. Philadelphia's uh, defense, though, has been exposed a little bit recently. We saw Terry pop off against them as the number one. So maybe Pittman gets a little bit of that. I do think the Colts go like extremely ground heavy. You know, with Jordan Davis out, every team's been able to kind of like, I don't want to say run all over Philly, but you've seen that be the game plan each and every week. And it's working. And these teams are eating up clock. And obviously the Colts are going to look to do that with Jonathan Taylor. I think if I'm you, I'm going Pittman and Sutton there. Long-winded way of just yelling for 45 minutes. 
Mikey Baby. Yo, speaking of, hold up. I don't know who, I think Tony did these. We just got some new shirts in with like stitched BDGE on there. And the groovy fucking Ikey baby on the back. This shit looks dynamite. Comfort colors, heavyweight. I really want to try these on. I'm fucking excited. We got all these like retro colors. Not for sale yet, but sorry. Your your name just got me excited. You know what I'm saying? Um, Superflex, half PPR. What to do with Kyler Murray? Yeah, game time decision. My other quarterback is Matt Ryan, and I would put Pacheco in Superflex, start Ryan and sit Murray and drink schnapps. Uh so I'm going to assume Colt McCoy is not available. I'm going to assume um, Hollywood Brown is not available on the waiver wire. And I'm going to assume that's what 49ers players could be available. No one no one worthwhile. Elijah, C-Mac, Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, Jimmy G, probably not. Or not yeah, Jimmy G available on the waiver wire. Is there anyone... Um, is there anyone in your – that is weird. Why the fuck is he all the way down there? All whoever just said that in the rankings or whoever said that in the chat. Is there anyone available on the waiver wire that's playing on Monday night that I kind of just like listed off? Are you still not trusting DeAndre Swift even in a flex spot? He's been practicing, but also said he's been dealing with stuff. Best to fade him completely. I'm I'm a little bit higher on him than I was. Like, I feel like I've been all over that the last few weeks. I've just kind of been telling everyone to sit him for fucking three weeks. I I'd assume he's getting better and better, even if it's in a very slight manner. He's not an auto fade for me like he was last week. He's he's still in that like RB twenty five to thirty range. So I've got him right now seventy eighth overall which can definitely be a flex spot, can definitely be like a desperate RB2 play. There will be a week eventually, like, you know, I keep saying sit him because he's hurt, and then one week he'll get in there, get 50% of the snaps, and probably have like an explosion game or at least a few explosive um, plays that end up in scores. So he's not an auto sit for me. Again, I, I, I would go by my rankings. He's 78th overall in the flex. A couple guys that I have right in front of him, I do have like Allen Robinson, Donovan Peoples-Jones, um, Marquise Brown if he plays, Curtis Samuel. Actually, I should probably move him ahead of the Curtis Samuel. Um, but I got Devin Duvernay right behind him. Trey McBride. Um, I do have Zeke behind him. So, um, you know, maybe that gives you more of a uh, a glimpse into how I'm feeling. Pierce, Foreman, Pacheco, half PPR. Oh, for me, uh, Pierce is... Pierce is all over my lineups this week, if that's my decision. I've got him up at RB10. Full PPR, start two in flex spots. We've got Jamal Williams, Isaiah Pacheco, Josh Palmer, George Pickens, or Donovan Peoples-Jones. So you got to start two. Uh, I feel like Jamal Williams for sure has kind of earned that starting spot for you. If we look at the wide receivers, I, I'm, I think I'm going to I'm, I'm probably going to rip the two running backs there. Josh Palmer, um, I'm nervous about him this week because it looks like, I mean, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen both got in full practices on Friday. They're both going to be game-time calls, apparently. They're both going to be, like, game-time decisions, which is a little tough because it's Sunday night. 
But if they're active, then I don't know. You know, Josh Palmer could just be a fucking two for 17 guy. His floor is really, really low this week. Pickens, um, I don't know if we've necessarily seen enough from him to feel like he's going to be a great PPR play. Like he did get in the end zone, obviously, of a rushing touchdown, but you know, that's what it, that is. And Donovan Peoples Jones has shown a nice floor, but I like the upside of Williams and Pacheco here. If it's me. What's good? I don't see ever in the rankings. Where'd you rank him? Yeah, sorry. I just saw that comment. I actually just updated as you did that. I put him in as my I I think I gotta update the tight end rankings a little bit, but he's he I mean he's top twelve for me. I think he's number eleven or ten for me. Let me see. Wait, where did he go? Yeah, I mean, he kind of falls into that same thing with Josh Palmer, where obviously if Keenan and Mike Williams are on the field, it hurts Everett a lot, just in terms of like target volume, safety, all that kind of shit. So um, yeah, right now he's my tight end 10. My only concern with Foreman is Baker Mayfield for context. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, Foreman for me is a dude who's like, how many running backs in the league are going to give you the type of ceiling that he's shown you on a weekly basis? You know, his floor might fall out because, you know, he's behind a Baker Mayfield led offense, but there's just not a lot of dudes. I think Deontay Foreman's really talented. I think you roll with the punches with him, man. I think he's a dude that's like, we know he's at least at minimum an above average talent. And we know his team's not afraid to give him 30 fucking touches, right? Like 31 carries last week, shit game against Cincinnati two weeks ago. Two weeks before that, 26 carries, 17 touches the week before that. Like the dude's been over basically 120 yards from scrimmage in three out of the last four games. I think Foreman feels like a dude that we got to stop overthinking. Like the highs are going to be really high. The lows might be really low, but you just you don't want to miss a high game. You know? Unfortunately not. I think we're going back to the super flex question of this one. Uh, what to do with Kyle Mother game time decision? Yeah, my quarterback's Matt Ryan. I would put Pacheco on super flex. Yeah, I mean, like, monitor reports as closely as you can. I can't really give you anything anything smart here uh, outside of what you probably hear on Twitter from any doctors that you are um, following closely. I guess the good news is that I'm high on Isaiah Pacheco this week, and I feel like he'll be pretty good. Uh, let's see. Deepak says algorithm for six predicts 60% chance to play. Kyler Murray yesterday was testing out his hamstring on the length of the field. Yeah. I mean, I guess my concern with Kyler is like he's with, if he plays, he's not going to be his hundred percent. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know, he's not going to be a dude who runs around a lot. He's not going to be, 
uh, able to escape the pocket to a high degree, like, you know, w- which is what makes him great. So I, w- I don't know. I, w- I would obviously you'd rather have Murray in your lineup, but if reports just continue to feel like a 50 50 gut check to you up until game time, I'm probably going to roll Pacheco. Good news for you, though, is both of those guys are night, are night games, right? Like, good news for you is um, make sure, obviously, you put Matt Ryan in the in the quarterback slot on top of your roster. And then, um, you know, you'll have till Sunday night to hear the reports about Kyler. Obviously, it's going to be a game time decision, but it is Warrior. If Najoku is active, play him over Pitts or give me a weekly play or give me a week playing before I put him in the lineup. Fuck tight end. Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna sit on Njoku as well. I'm 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 gonna roll Pitts there. Pick two, flex full PPR, Drake McKinnon, Campbell, Mike Will if he plays. Full PPR. Oh boy, this is a um this is an interesting one. There's a lot of curveballs here. There's a lot of um, things up in the air, obviously. I don't know if you have the... I don't know if you have the um, opportunity to wait on him because you have Campbell, who's a 1 o'clock game. you got Kenyon Drake, who is also a 1 o'clock game. So if you want to play those two, you got to get him in early. And I do think I would rank... I'm assuming that's Kenyon Drake, not Drake London. I'm, I'm a, I would rank Campbell and Drake above McKinnon for sure. He's got almost no ceiling. Um, I like Kenyon Drake, and I do think that even with Gus coming back, like they're still going to rely on him as like the guy in the backfield, at least for like another week. Uh, Campbell, I like. He's been awesome with Matt Ryan under center. Obviously, a tough matchup against Philly. Mike Will, if he plays, I did update my rankings to include Mike Williams in there. If he does play, I have him as wide receiver 23. So I have him... Um, High enough to the point where that's definitely above Campbell. Like, I don't have Campbell as a, a short thing wide receiver, too. So, if he plays, I would prefer him over Paris Campbell. So, I'd go probably um, Drake and Mike Will. But if you can't wait on Mike Will, like, you know, if it continues to just say game time decision and you don't really have a good glimpse into it, I'd probably roll Drake and Campbell. Full PPR, Pacheco or Swift. Also, do you think Swift returns to form? I do not think Swift returns to form this week. Can he have a good week? Absolutely. Each week that goes by, he's probably getting a little bit more and more healthy, which means the opportunity of him or the chance of him, you know, breaking away on a big play could, could come back and make me look like a fucking moron. If this is my team, I'm starting Pacheco. I feel way more confident with him. Higher floor. Um, probably uh, Swift, honestly, might have a higher ceiling, but I think the percentage chances of him hitting that ceiling are much lower than Pacheco. So, I'll roll. I'll roll uh, Pacheco there. When is the latest you update your ranking? Sunday morning, one hour before kickoffs, or when everything is necessary? Uh, no, I definitely always do um, ranking updates. At least you know, like last weekend, we were coming back from fucking Penn State, and I was in uh, in a van driving a car, honestly, so I couldn't actually update them or in a car while I was driving. Um, but like tomorrow, I'll obviously be here, so I will be. Um, I'll be updating them as soon as like injury news comes out and shit. So I'm not sure what time that'll be. Maybe 10 a.m., um, 11 a.m. I'll have like my final like normal rankings ready. But obviously, as injury news comes in, game time decisions and shit roll in, like those will be updated in real time. Whatever you are, I wish you well. Sunday morning's gonna hurt like hell. else we got for me what are your favorite prize picks plays for this week people what are we looking at here fucking share the shrizzy 
There we go. Brian Robinson or Brian Robinson, Samuel or Swift two point PPR. Oh God. Uh, well, like I said, I really do not like Samuel at all with Heineke under center. He doesn't get targets. It's all Terry Swift. I'm obviously a little bit down on Brian Robinson. Hasn't caught a ball in since he was in fucking college. So that makes him a little bit ugly, man. I guess full PPR two point PPR. That makes it a little bit closer between Swift and Brian Robinson. Um, Ice. Uh, let me let me look into something real quick for you. Got to see the routes run here for DeAndre Swift the last few weeks. Oh, I can't do it. Wait, I can't. Let's go. Ah, DeAndre Swift's actually been running a decent amount of routes. It's kind of surprising. Um, him and Justin Jackson are very close in terms of routes run. Uh, damn, how do y'all feel out there about this? Brian Robinson or DeAndre Swift, two-point PPR. Robinson's got the volume. Robinson's got the matchup. Robinson's probably got a little bit of touchdown equity. So I lean Brian Robinson, but I, th I think this shit might actually be a coin flip. Full PPR, Mike Will or Gabe Davis. Give me Gabe Davis there. They're going to Detroit. Weather will be fine for that game. Just give me Gabe Davis over Mike Will. He's coming back from multi-week injuries. What up, Cod Waladar? A lotter. Get done. Um... All right, let's get back to that prize pick. Sheesh. Yep. B Hicks knows what's up. Yeah, that I might be overthinking and even considering Swift, honestly. See what we got here. Yeah, this was the other one. You know, Cortland Sutton, Greg Dolchich. Again, with Jerry Judy out, the passing game gets con uh, extremely condensed. So I fuck with that square. Hmm. Devontae Adams, Foster Moreau is a little bit sexy. Um, TJ Hawk and Tony Pollard feels feels kind of cool too. Deonta Foreman and DJ Moore I kind of love as well. I think I'm going to take that. I think I'm going to take that, and then I think I'm going to take – Sutton and Greg Dolchich. And we're going to hit that with a hundo, not a hundo 99 spot. Yeah, we're going to hit with a hundo. Boom. Let's ride, baby. Half PPR pick two out of Gus, Damian Harris, DPJ, and Elijah Mitchell. Uh, so Gus is a dude that I'm waiting to see what kind of workload they give him from coming back. So he's going to be a sit for me. I think I like DPJ there. I think I like DPJ. Um, and Elijah Mitchell. Assuming you mean Elijah Mitchell, not more. So I, I, th I think I like the, the last two. Nick Chubb, 74 and a half rushing yards. I don't hate whatsoever. Again, they're, they're going to be in Detroit, so weather shouldn't be a problem really. 
Deontay Foreman, 58.5 rushing yards. Has the Ravens' run D gotten, like, kind of nice? Let's dig in. Yeah, they're not bad. They're not bad. Top half. Too shabby. Saquon, 98 and a half versus Detroit. High number, but, I mean, Detroit, you know. Ooh, B-Rob, 63 and a half. kind of like the under here feel like we're just they're just putting this line up based on last week we're gonna we gonna hit the less on that demon versus atlanta i wonder what what's demon's fucking total uh rushing plus receiving yards what's uh what's robinson's rushing plus receiving i wonder if they even fucking factor him into having receiving yards don't even put him on the line don't even give him a damn line crazy cell phone without service Michael Carter 60 and a half first New England feels a little high DeMont 83 and a half I could see him doing it I could see him doing it without Khalil Herbert I could see him getting like 22 touches I think I'm gonna rip this actually damn Justin Fields be taking way too much fucking work though This is not letting me rip. That's the NFL. Nope, that's the NFL. Here we go. A single touchdown at any of these guys. Hmm. I don't hate JT versus Philly with Matt Ryan there. I don't hate Joe Mixon against Pittsburgh. Hmm. A little Mondre action. Hang. Are you feeling about Justin Herbert the rest of the year? What are his passing yards lines right now? I probably don't have them up because we don't know about Keenan and Mike Williams. Mm, they do, 272.5. That's interesting. Um, I mean, I feel a lot better about him now than I did, you know, at the beginning of the week. He's got a really good schedule the rest of the way. Um, and, you know, if – Things go well this week. If if Mike Williams can now play, they don't suffer any sort of setback. I could see this being like a a really really sexy finish to the year. Yeah, just looking at a schedule: Chiefs, Cardinals, Raiders, Dolphins, Titans. Holy shit! Colts, Rams. Like that's that's yep, that's it right there. Um, Got to feel good. I mean, it might be a little bit too late. You know, a little. A little too fucking late. I got Herbert like everywhere. All my super flex leagues, I ended up with Herbert. Ended up fucking just killing me, man. Wasting a fucking first round pick on on him. Should have just stuck with wide receivers. Or Mahomes. 
Saquon, 0.5 rushing touchdowns? Yes, sir. We're just going to hit the more on both of these. Fuck it. I feel like Saquon's just going to rip away a 60-yard touchdown. Yep, Chris knows. Chris knows. <laughs> what else we got going on? What y'all been up to this weekend? Talk to me. Yell at me. Make me feel something. Where'd my phone go? Why did I just get fucking 72 emails? All right. Oh, well, for the, for those of y'all that have been hanging out and stuck around, guess what? Ooh, you are the lucky ones to hear about this Devontae Adams helmet. If you're not already signed up on Pristine Auction, get your ass on there and use our code BDGE when you sign up. You're going to get that shit for free. You're going to get entered into the raffle for free. If you decide to go browse around, they got helmets, they got bats, they got fucking balls. They got everything that anyone who's ever stepped foot on a sports field could sell. Every player, every prop, every every everything. All right? And if you want to dive into an auction and you get on there and you use code BG, it's going to give you $10 towards your first auction. So it's going to get you entered into this raffle absolutely free. But it's also going to get you $10 towards your first auction. Go check out Pristine Auction. The link will be down below. It'll be there chilling. Um, what else we got? We also just dropped the Penn State vlog. So the team went to Penn State last weekend. Good-ass time. A very, very good time. Um, Ike Baby worked hard on the vlog this week. And it ripped. And you know it's up on the channel now. So we'd appreciate you, you know, checking it out. Letting us know what you think about it. And... Uh, that's going to wrap for the week. So thank you all for hanging out with me on this Cune Assault Saturday. You guys wasting your time. You love to see it. I love you all more. Pristine auction, prize picks, everything code BDGE. No matter what website you're on, you just type those words into it and you'll get a discount somehow. All right. Hit the button that looks like this. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. And I'll see you all on Monday for that live stream. So turn your notice on. Love you. I'm out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.